Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, I have Bob McCaffrey, President of the Delaware Photographic Society. Bob, welcome. Thank you, Guillermina. <coughs> My gosh, I, cannot, uh, I couldn't wait to have you in the program after this fantastic 80, 83rd exhibition that you're going to give us some details. But let me first by congratulating you and your peers in, in having a fantastic exhibition. Great, great things. Now, let's go to the, uh, for the sake of the exercise, if you will, Bob. Could you please give uh, the mission of the organization and generals the, a little bit of the history associated, if you will? Right. The mission of the Delaware Photographic Society is to encourage and develop interest in photography in all phases from a pastime to a fine art by providing regular meeting, meetings at which the members and the public may hear and meet leaders in the photographic field, mm -hmm. exchange ideas and information, and receive and provide instruction and exhibit their work. Mm -hmm. The second part of our mission statement is to sponsor the annual Wilmington International Exhibition of Photography mm -hmm. for the education and enjoyment of the community. And, and certainly enjoyment of the community. I'm part of that community. Absolutely. And deeply enjoy. <laughs> well, I have to confess that I had to, I, I, I felt compelled to buy one of those. I, I couldn't help it. Yes, uh, I'm glad. This is actually the first year that we have ever offered prints for sale at the exhibition. Well, there you go. And, and it was a success beyond our wildest imagination. Uh, it was we, a brilliant idea. We sold a, a large amount of prints. Uh, this year, for the first time, we asked uh, people sending in prints for the exhibition uh -huh. if they would be willing to donate them, uh, that they may be sold with the proceeds going to the society uh, mm -hmm. for the purchase of frames and things we need to put on this exhibition. Right. right. And it, it was terrific, really nice. Now, uh, when it comes to, you've been there, for how long have you been uh, related to the Delaware Photographic Society? Myself, personally, yes. uh, I've been a member of the society for about eight years now. There you go. So what changes uh, have you seen from that moment when you joined to now? So from when I joined, uh -huh. um, not a great deal of changes. I think there's a little bit more emphasis on digital images, which mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. um, projected or looked at on a computer as opposed to prints, but we still have a large uh, component of print photography going on within our organization, although now it's pretty much all digital mm -hmm. capture instead mm -hmm. of film. And there are several categories that, that got my attention that I was not particularly aware of. Um, I, I, I took a picture and I was tweeting from the spot, and, and it got the attention of more than one. Um, one that clearly was not like something was taken directly, but it was... Uh, the creative, the artistry of the photographer in this case. Tell us about the different categories and why are they conceived that way? Well, that particular image you're referring to would be what would be called a creative image or altered mm -hmm. reality uh, in which a photographer may take elements of various photographs and mm. put them together in different ways. Mm -hmm. It all has to be done photographically, but it's done uh, in a computer put together in an image processing program, mm -hmm. primarily Photoshop is the mm -hmm. one that is most used. Uh, in the uh, 
exhibit, we have actually six sections, which okay. I'll explain briefly. The first is large color print. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second is large monochrome print. We say monochrome instead of black and white because they can be toned or tinted like a sepia mm. tone or mm-hmm. some other mm-hmm. colors. We have small color prints, which are up to uh, eight and a half by 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a projected image section. Uh, which is considered an open category, which I'll explain momentarily. Mm-hmm. And then we have two sections in photojournalism. A photojournalism image is one that has a human interest or something that might be in a magazine or newspaper mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to a fine art photograph. Uh, we have their prints and small prints and projected images also. Mm-hmm. But in the open categories, which are the large prints and small prints, everything but photojournalism, anything goes. The subject can be anything. It can be taken any time. And heavy manipulation like the creative image you're talking about is mm-hmm. permitted. There you go. Um, now, um, what – tell me your, your concept of photography like many artists – um, vary depending on the individual, is subject uh, to perception, if you will. Correct. Uh, and there's differences between what normal individuals, lay people, think about photography and those who know, like you, perceive about being a real photographer. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> the art of photography, of course, is very subjective, and it runs from anything from snapshots of your family mm-hmm. up to what we would call fine art photography. Um, what is that? What is that concept of fine art photography? That's a good question, uh, and it does not have a precise definition. You tell me what uh, you guys perceive as such. <laughs> um, we perceive it as high-end where... Of course, technically, technical excellence is a given. Okay. Um, and the subject matter can vary greatly from portraiture to ballerinas to mm-hmm. um, nature. We have a lot of excellent nature photographers mm-hmm. in our organization. Uh, and just the fact that it's well composed, the prints are, are uh, made up in exhibition style, shall we say, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in occasions when I talk to photographers, they say, he's got a good eye. <laughs> uh, in my ignorance, I have to say that uh, it, it looks nice to me, but uh, clearly uh, don't necessarily know what they mean by good eye. Typically a good eye, I, I think, it's very hard to describe, but uh, someone who has an appreciation for what looks good in in the frame, as we say, mm-hmm. the elements are composed in a interesting manner, uh, so forth, and obviously that varies widely perception mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the individual. Right. Um, we see this in our in our club competitions, and of course in the big competition, the Wilmington International, mm-hmm. in which all the images go through a judging process, mm-hmm. uh, and you find wide variety between what the different judges like. Um, right. But it's all subjective, and, and there's, that's the way it has to be. You can't really uh, give points to a photograph for <laughs> so right, composition. Right. It's not measurable. Right. And it's, it's subjective in Very. locations, like, of course. like most of art. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of it. Yes. Now, you have international uh, pictures coming and, and uh, international judges. Yes. Do you see a difference in between what locals and non-locals appreciate uh, from um, uh, 
um, say, audience st uh, standpoint and maybe from the judges standpoint? I think there are some regional differences, but they're not great. Okay. Um, we found um, this year, because we had the blizzard on our judging day, we had to substitute two local judges for mm. some that were coming in from uh, actually within the country, but f from a further distance that could not make it. Mm -hmm. And Along with those was a judge from Hong Kong and one from Singapore. Mm. And we found their scores were very much in line. Not, oh, there you not go. great differences. Not very much. Oh, there you mm. go. Well, that that tells you that there's some high, somehow generics or or things that people in general appreciate. Yes, yes. Now, from a, from an audience standpoint, um, what is what is what are the things that people like? What are the things that they, they tell you? This is or you've noticed that people tends to gravitate to. Again, that varies greatly with the individual. Um, mm -hmm. In, in this current exhibit, we had, obviously, as you saw, a very mm -hmm. wide, wide variety of subjects. Indeed. And it's just what, what people like. Some are attracted to the uh, creative image that you like. Some are attracted to the nature images, wildlife. We have quite a few of the wildlife mm -hmm. images mm -hmm. displayed. Others are scenics, landscapes, and some wonderful portraiture. Mm -hmm. But what one person likes is not everybody's cup of tea. True. And uh, I remember seeing some of those that uh, made you think. Mm -hmm. Some others were like the composition where I would say visually attractive with n no message, if you will, but just pleasing mm -hmm. uh, the sensor. Um, some others were plainly ugly, uh, I guess, uh, in the sense that uh, the photographer wanted to demonstrate maybe a point. Not that it's ugly as such, but uh, not necessarily that uh, that nice, if you will. Right. We probably see that more in photojournalism where people will True. will depict uh, scenes of poverty and so forth uh -huh. uh, that can be actually a little disturbing yeah, at times. Kind of, yeah, kind of. But it's okay. I mean, it, it's, oh, no, actually, that, that, it's about that's fine. challenging the, the viewer in a way. Correct. Correct. Um, and uh, there were some others. Uh, I was particularly attracted this time around by, by the monochrome like uh, there were uh, without having when you have the capacity let me put this way and tell me if i'm correct or maybe not when you have the capacity in with less color to convey a message of some sort then you might have that kind of eye that you're referring to at the beginning of the program don't you think i agree uh Sometimes color can actually detract from an image. Mm -hmm. and In black and white, you're more um, likely to uh, notice the uh, lines and mm -hmm. uh, spatial uh, layout of the objects, whatever is in the image. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can be very, very effective, obviously. Some in images, like if you wanted an image of a sunset, uh, they're fairly lost in black and white. However, we, there was one very beautiful image of a sunrise in black and white in the mm -hmm. exhibit. Mm -hmm. We have to continue talking about the fantastic 83rd exhibition for the Delaware Photographic Society. Uh, but let me re-engage with the audience to let them know that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOB for the Delaware State of the Arts radio show. Our guest today is... Bob McCaffrey, president of the Delaware Photographic Society, and the topic today is indeed 
the 83rd exhibition, but more than that, is talking about the organization. And it's, a, it's got a long history, Bob. It's not like you guys were born yesterday, necessarily. No, we were not. We've been around a while. We were actually the, uh, started as the Delaware Camera Club on January 31st of 1931, which I makes us... And what uh, was the reason for the creation of the organization? I'm sorry, what was the reason? What re was the reason for the, the reason? creation of the organization? Um, well, it was a forum for people to get together and discuss photographic techniques, to display mm. their prints, to exchange ideas. Mm -hmm. More or less the same as we do now. <laughs> You're pretty consistent. <laughs> yeah, I should hope so. Yes, indeed. Uh, it was originally started with 11 people, and today we have about 220 because we've actually gained several new members over the last week. Normally at the exhibition, we gained some new members. Well, good for you. So um, we're proud of that. If anyone uh, is interested, our website is www.delawarephotographicsociety.org, mm -hmm. and you can learn more about us there, and there's a link uh, to join. There you go. And um, so let's go back to where we left the conversation on the artist side. And I'm appealing to your expertise because I'm not by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> an expert on photography. I think my smartphone makes the trick for tweeting purposes and the likes, but uh, you guys are the experts. There's uh, being some amazing work done with smartphones these days. I agree, but it's not necessarily like the artistry that you guys displayed uh, when I had the chance to, to go to the exhibition. Now, talking about the exhibition again, Bob, you were mentioning uh, the judges and the likes. How mm -hmm. do you guys, what do you see or what do you need to see in those judges uh, so everything is judged objectively? Well, that's uh, difficult. We pick our judges from um, the photographic community, both uh, professional mm -hmm. and amateur. I see. Uh, there is an organization, the Photographic Society of America, which okay. is a large organization which was founded in 1934, and Delaware mm -hmm. Camera Club was one of the charter members. Mm -hmm. uh, and we take some of our judges from that organization, mm. uh, from some international organizations that uh, may also be affiliated with PSA in one way or another. Uh, our exhibition is sanctioned by the Photographic Society of America, as they do many worldwide. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one is actually, our exhibit is one of the largest ones. Right. Um, and we that's where we get our judges. Sometimes from the local community for photojournalism, we mm. sometimes get newspaper photographers. I see. Uh, and this year we were honored to have Father Don Dahl from Omaha, who's a Jesuit priest actually, but he does a lot of work with the Native Americans and has photographed for uh, National Geographic. Well, there you go. Solid panel. Yeah. It's not like I go there and I win. It's not the case. <laughs> um, uh, now, trends. Tell us, tell us uh, you're the expert on the field, and, and the Delaware Photographic Society mm -hmm. can tell us what's happening out there. So tell us about trends, Bob. What do you perceive happening in photography across America, if you will, and uh, in the world? Well, obviously, photography is becoming more popular than ever, and mm -hmm. part of that is because of the availability of smartphones. Everybody's a photographer these days in one, yeah. one way or another. Mm -hmm. What I see happening is the quality of what we see uh, in our club exhibition or club competitions and in the exhibition is the quality is getting better every year. Mm -hmm. uh, technically, our tools have become much better. 
obviously there's a new digital camera coming on the market practically every day it seems yes um and almost all the photography we see these days is done digitally, although there's a few people still working with film. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the software used to process the images is getting better and better mm-hmm. all the time, and are the uh, equipment that prints the photographs mm-hmm. improving. So we see some really great quality images, well, the uh, and great the quality limit. prints mm-hmm. uh, coming out. There you go. Uh, obviously, the move from film to digital, which began around um, early the 21st century, mm-hmm. uh, the crossover point for quality probably 19 or 2004 to 2006 mm-hmm. in that area, and it's only gotten better since. There you go. Now, uh, coming back to the Delaware Photographic Society, what programs do you have that you would like to share with the public so they uh, either call you, join, or... or, uh... (laughs) Well, we meet almost every Monday night, Mm -hmm. uh, September through uh, May. Mm -hmm. Um, Our meetings are held in the Hook-Kesson area, Cokesbury Village, Mm -hmm. uh, 726 Loveville Road. Uh, we have education meetings on the first Monday of the month, uh, usually a projected image competition. The second Monday, the third Monday, is a print competition. Mm-hmm. And the last Monday of the month, we have what we call a program night, which is an outside speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bring those in uh, five or six times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, last uh, Monday, we had John Barclay, who's mm-hmm. a photographer from Bucks County, and uh Coming up on March 28th, we will have Charles Glatzer, who's a Canon Explorer of Light, and he will speak on the Comprehensive Wildlife Photographer mm-hmm. programs at 730 uh, in the Cokesbury Auditorium. We do publicize these meetings. They are free and open to the public. So you just have to go there and spend some time. How long just, does it take? I mean, is it for an hour? Maybe uh, usually around about an hour and a half. We usually try to okay. finish up uh, with the program nights about 9 o'clock or shortly thereafter. Some okay. of our competition nights can run longer. There you go. Now, assume that I go there for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have no idea, maybe taking pictures here and there with a the smartphone. Mm-hmm. How do you take me as your pupil, sort of speak? How do I begin exploring the real world of photography with you? Well, um, first off, you would come to one of our meetings and you'd look at some of the mm-hmm. images that you see up there and you say, oh my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, we do have that with some new members. They get actually a little intimidated, but with a little work, they can come up to that level very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, for raw beginners in photography, mm-hmm. we do have some outside education classes in the fall. We have a 10-week class uh, at the Claymont Community Center that we present on uh for beginning photography, we, we subtitle it everything you wanted to know about digital photography, but we're afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been very popular. Uh, last month, uh, one of our members and I presented a class at Boscoff's Christiana for beginning photographers. Mm. That was a four-week condensed version. Oh, okay. Uh, and right now we're running a course on post-processing using Adobe Photoshop Elements for beginners, mm. also in Claymont. Mm-hmm. So we do have some outside programs. Uh, as I say, the first Monday of, of the month is our education meeting in which mm-hmm. we present an educational topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it varies in the levels, mm-hmm. uh, but it's always interesting. Always. And, and uh, let's assume that I like the one that I like, the, the egret. Uh, yes. And that's my, my topic, sort of speak. Do you uh, pair me with, a, with an expert maybe so he or she takes me under his, her wing 
to kind of explore that particular photography type? That, that varies from individual to individual, but yes, we can uh, do that to some extent, depending I on see. the availability of someone who has the time and interest that can right. do that. Right. So how do you see plans for the future for the Delaware Photographic Society? What do you envision happening uh, would you like to share? Um, we're continuing as we have done for uh, a few years mm -hmm. uh, with our program. I hope we're going to have um, some more exhibits. One of the things our, our members have is an opportunity to exhibit their photographs. Mm -hmm. uh, right currently, we have an exhibit at Longwood Gardens on mm -hmm. Longwood Orchids. Uh, we have a rotating exhibit at the Helen Graham Cancer Center Library, mm -hmm. and we're, uh, I have a meeting in a couple of weeks with the Delaware Natural History Museum to mm -hmm. do some exhibits there. We had an exhibit at the Grand last year, and mm -hmm. in this case, members can usually submit their prints. We don't take them all, but they're um, judged or selected. There you go. And for those who are listening right now, it would probably be important for you to know that you can have access to the Delaware Photographic Society. So, Bob, if you're so kind, could you please share again the website and contact information? Absolutely. It's um, www.delawarephotographicsociety.org. Delaware Photographic Society is all one word. There and you there go. you can find uh, contact information and so forth. Uh, do you guys have a phone number or mainly through the website? It's mainly through the website, okay. but um, I will give you my number because it's the one on the website. And that's there you go. 302-475-9693. And you can also email me at president at delawarephotographicsociety.org. And with that, we have just a few seconds enough for me to thank you again, Bob, for your time today for a fantastic exhibition. Uh, so I hope you consider those listening next time around. Uh, keep track of the Delaware Photographic Society because they're switching and, and, and moving the days uh, a little bit to, to help with the weather. So it's important to keep that in mind. Bob, thanks again for your time today, and hopefully you're going to come back uh, sometime. Thank you, Gary. And I'd just like to say the exhibit next year will open on April 2nd. Well, there you go. April 2nd. Please right. pencil that in. And all our meetings are open to guests anytime. Thank you. Thank you.